Hi there, guys. Thank you for joining this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about addiction. How can you tell a really good algorithm? Because you know you're addicted to it. Hi there, guys. Thank you for joining in this podcast. Please do consider liking, subscribing, following, commenting, and joining me over there on Twitter at Tea and Toast. Uh, but yeah, anything social and sharing my content, I would really appreciate it if you do like it. I'm just going to go straight into what on earth I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, I thought the start of the uh, summer holidays would be a great time <laughs> to point out one of the things that I do uh, and how actually you're probably going to be going through it similarly, whether you have the holidays or not. Um, you, you tend to find that on holiday breaks, people go around and have, um, they sort of binge on certain content. And this is where I'm going to open the doors and get you to paint whichever mindset you want. So imagine you are on a break, weekend, holiday, whatever it might be, to be honest, it could even be at work and you crack your laptop open or your computer and you either go to podcasts, Google, YouTube or Netflix or Prime Video or Disney, whatever it might be. Basically, you cannot hide from the algorithms and the artificial intelligence that um, is sort of in and around that. Like You just can't hide from it. It's everywhere. And I think initially I was going to start from my experience, which is I'm just setting up now thinking, oh, I need to do a, a podcast. Okay, I'll talk about this topic. And I'm thinking, oh, I saw a YouTube video clip on it. I had some things I could maybe reference. Um, so oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go on YouTube. And then I hopped over to YouTube and I have a tab um, with some guitar stuff because I kind of do a little bit, bit, bit of messing around on the guitar i wouldn't call it guitar playing and i just thought oh, that's a cool tune i want to listen to that later let's get on with work so that's a different tab and then i'm going back to youtube and all i have to do is look through my history yet here i am on the feed and i'm just sucked into oh didn't watch that video oh that one's related to that video i've not seen that one. Oh, that didn't come up and now i'm in my history section and Looking back at my history, I mean, it's the worst thing possible anyone could do because it's just like going to your feed and they're trying to serve you content. And the stuff that you might see is obviously going to be stuff that relates to you. They're trying to serve you the best possible content. So I think it's tricky for me right now being on YouTube because it feels like they've got me and I'm hooked. And I'm just always now watching and videos. And I think I did that uh, because of the podcasts and social stuff, like doing YouTube videos and researching them. So I'm naturally attuned to that a little bit more, I suppose. But then you could also see that in text format with Google, like that would be evident if you find yourself addicted in that way. Um, and I, I use the word addiction because I don't think we identify with this um, as an addiction enough. And I think because um, in 
in some cases, I know that if you're listening, it, this is a job for you. This is a thing that you do. And I'm I'm looking and thinking of social enterprises, uh, you know, my usual crew um, of people that I try and support. But I'm also thinking about if you're listening to this from a job perspective and if you're an employee, well, you're, you're kind of forced into that um, because of your job. And now when you're on your holiday, what are you being served? Well, more of your work stuff, really. But you know that you like your job or you love what you're doing because it keeps coming up. But that's an addiction. It, the definition of addiction, um, well, I say definition, but my definition, that's slightly uh, more angled toward digital. And it is taken from the Netflix film um, Social Dilemma. If you haven't watched it, do you watch it? Uh, and it's basically where you're you're a user and you're referred to as a user because you adopt and you use um, this um, thing that um, is a substance and you do it regularly and you do it frequently as a pattern um, but with no control over it <clears throat> and in the movie uh, it's talking about social media they're very accurate in saying um, there is zero there are no other you don't buy um, your groceries and the, the supermarkets don't call you a user, you're a customer or a client, yet on and these digital services, you are a user and you need a user name. But the only other area where you'd use that terminology was if you were a drug user. Uh, but we don't really connect the two together because I suppose one's legal and passive and digitized and fine. And the other one is like, yeah, that's definitely bad for your health. But wait a minute, digital stuff can be bad for your health if you're a user, if you are addicted to it. And I thought, oh, what better time than now to for me to just talk about this and just kind of say, hey, look, I fully see why um, I have a partial addiction here to YouTube. I've got hunger for information. Um, like guitar is one example, but I've got lots of like a million different subjects I'm interested in. And I think that's unusual. But if you were a little bit more normal and you had like a couple of things, your feed is going to be very rich and you're going to be very easy to um, hook into that subject more and more. And if you're, if you're listening to me and reimagining what you do on um, Google or on Instagram or on Twitter, on social platforms, you might want to think again that the earlier statement of bringing Netflix to the forefront and video content and subscriptions that you have, their job also is to serve you content and entertainment that is served in this way and they will give you the algorithm will give you the best possible thing so it's just for me for you guys you might you may or you may not identify with that until i've said it but for me i feel like i had to uh, just walk through this process that i'm going through this morning of trying to find stuff but constantly being averted away by these other things that I might want to click on that are, are interesting because the algorithm is pointing that out to me. And I think that the value of today's podcast here is really to make you aware of the fact that you need to use everything as a tool. And we need to identify this metal box that we call a computer that is connected by wire or not uh, to the internet we need to now start addressing these things as tools because they all have algorithms in them and they're all trying to hook us in all the time into back into their stuff. And instead of going to Google or to 
various websites. I personally am going to YouTube, um, but I'm just seeing that I know exactly what um, thing that I watched previously. And I'm so dumb that I can't remember the title of it, but I do know that it's there. And, and I know the thumbnail. That's what I mean when I say I know it's there. I know what the person looks like, and I know that they're on the thumbnail, and I know what the thumbnail says roughly. And I was like, yeah, okay, I need to go to that. So I'm looking in my history, but I've, I've been taken away because of what's in the feed. I've gone through my history, and I've been taken away. And uh, it's just taking time to get to the content I want because um, there is this partial addiction or, or maybe full-blown addiction to, in this case, um, the algorithm really hitting the nail on the head and getting me right and saying, you like this or you like this. And there's a natural thing where we scroll um, down the page to look at content. And I'm just thinking back in time to a time where that didn't happen. And I think, I think if I remember when, and this is my age maybe, but I remember designing really cool, amazing uh, websites. And I remember having to stop uh, because of W3C standard, WC3 standards, yeah? Is that right? Is that a thing? W3, do people even know what that is? Um, because it's, it's essentially it's the World Wide Web Consortium. Um, it's like the, the generic standards for how to write CSS and uh, HTML code. And I had to re rely on that directory to say, this is what we're doing. And I think nowadays we don't really have that. And um, we have more like Google standards and oh, we need to abide by these algorithm updates. So there's slightly different ball game apart. But those in those days you couldn't, you had to stop designing websites because they need to be compliant and have the right kind of coding. And I think now we're just lost because we see things visually so much. I'm looking at um, a podcast app. I'm looking at lots of things online and the data I look at, it's all click and drag. And even WordPress now does that because um, the building blocks have blocked all the way up to a more attuned visual, visually appealing surface. So we kind of use these tools and just get to stuff. Meanwhile, the algorithms have got smarter in that time that technology is uh, delivered a much more visually friendly interface. It's now got all the code workings that are really clean. So we don't look at that and think about it. But also the algorithm is now also um, within that divisive in the way that it's looking at your content and it's going, oh, they're like this. And I think for me, it's just, it's hugely baffling to sort of hear myself talk like in, in, to kind of jump out of my skin look at myself and my behaviors from a third point of third party point of view it's really challenging um, but if you're able to do it then i'd rec recommend it um and the reason for that is because you might then be able to do something that um and if you're someone slightly more senior in in a role you will identify with the not just analogy but this idea of um, being aware of your lack of awareness and uh, sort of saying, oh, I'm consciously ob uh, objecting, I'm, no, I'm consciously aware of my lack of awareness uh, or I am trying to do work, but I am objectively aware of my lack in productivity. So I am now changing my brain patterns 
to say I need to do um, this productivity and this task and seeing if I'm able to change my why my brain because now I'm telling my brain I'm aware that I'm not doing this work and I think similarly for me um, right now I'm sort of aware that my brain is I'm using my brain rather than following my heart letting the algorithm take that away from me and I'm using my brain to objectively look at my finger strokes and say look um, I'm typing I'm on YouTube why am I here what am I doing this is not work um, you need to stop now. And I think then the next level of understanding the addiction or the algorithm that is enticing you and understanding that um, in any kind of work capacity uh, is even in a personal capacity is really, really cool because you're able to manage your time better and say, okay, I'm not going to do digital past this time. And that's one level. But another level is to say, well, actually, I'm not, I don't need this content. So I'm actively not going to click on it. So the algorithm might serve you a con bit of content because it thinks based on your previous um, things that it's seen, that you've seen that, and I'm going back to me and YouTube here, maybe more, but it's the same for all things. But it's looking at you and go, oh, we'll, we'll churn out A, B, and C, which are new bits of content that you've not seen ago. One's uh, seven years old, one's one day old, one's seven weeks old. Uh, and this is relevant based on your previous viewings. Now, now that we're in this conversation, in the conversation we're aware, so I'm saying this morning, I'm aware of YouTube serving up that content. Now my brain's going, I'm aware, I'm aware. And my fingers and my bones and my eyes are now aware and I'm now kind of going I don't need that content I need something else and I think what's interesting is where then at that point now in this journey saying I'm now changing the algorithm I'm now choosing not to click on you I'm not giving you the credit or the data or whatever the 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 click-through sale is at there and whatever they're conversion rate is we're not going to give it to them because personally on a human level right now this is what i need and i think algorithms don't have that built into them they don't have they have content built into them and what's relevant and a relevancy list they do not have from as far as what i know um, and from all the stuff that i've heard about google algorithms and documents i've read i've not heard anything specific that's related to day or night we hear things that are evergreen which are seasonal or non-seasonal therefore all year round but we never hear of content that's purely relayed to us at times of day um, and that's really interesting as a concept <laughs> and in future we might see that but for now we don't really see that ever um, so for us to uh, divert away from this content and actively say we do not need that I need to stay on target I need to look at this is really interesting because on a personal level it's it might be easy for me to look at something. And then when I go to work, I might be slipped into that and go, wait a minute, I'm at work. I can't look at that. I need to look at this. And then I'll divert away. But what happens if you're at work and you're looking at content and you're just wasting away your time? And this level of awareness is going to help you become more aware of, I need this. Um, also, what it does for me personally is make me a little bit more sad and depressed because the algorithm turns that out and sometimes it turns it out and it doesn't again and sometimes it does so what i tend to do is to do a quick watch list um and it just lets it know look i'm interested just right not right now 
And I think those kind of things are really, really interesting. Um, I often, coming back to, I can't do a podcast without my love of Trello, but I don't use it as much. And I feel like I go through peaks and troughs and I might be in my trough, but on my peaks, um, certainly when I'm being productive and I've got a workflow going on, then I will have um, shortcuts or I'll have it in the background and I'll just go ping, send that to Trello. And that'll remind me to, look at that video for research for a particular topic type so when i get to that topic and subject if i need to then look at it i have um credible resource that i can then dive into so i've generated my own um, pool of resources and that shouldn't just be in this instance youtube it should be like oh that's youtube but also have a diverse bunch so i should be looking at blog posts and medium and all these other things um but all in all i'm eager to um plan out and talk a bunch of other podcasts but I'm also looking at YouTube and Instagram videos and things and in considering these elements I thought oh I've got this video I, I want to look at it and I just kind of became really really aware of what was going on so I thought I'd do it as a podcast and that was it really so I just want to say thank you for bearing with me and listening to me and it, I really hope that it's of value and that you do understand what I've said and that it did make sense. And I think today's podcast is um, probably um, really resourceful and helpful, but it's a little bit more about your state of mind when using social media and just being aware of the algorithm and the falseness that it might present you with and for you to rationalize it and think about it. And it is uh, a topic I have discovered and been passionate about and talked about previously on YouTube as well as on this podcast channel. So please do look back um, or find me at Tea with Prit on YouTube or, or Tea and Toast actually just on Twitter would be great. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, until next time, you guys, take care and see you soon.